My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to the merrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 334 on the Get Merry podcast. And of course, we are so excited to be here today. Mm-hmm. We're back on the Gold Coast. The sun is shining. It's 16 degrees. This is how winter <laughs> should be. I really do have a lisp, don't I? Like that was so lispy just then. This, I love winter is... <laughs> on the Gold Coast. Uh, well, this is really why we moved to the Gold Coast, for the climate, for the weather. Uh we just don't like the cold. The cold makes me feel sick. Mm. Like, I don't know why. And so tired. And, like, I have a sore neck. Like, yeah, you your shoulders like, are up around your yeah, ears. Yeah, you want to, like, crunch up into a ball and stay yeah. warm. But definitely exercise was a huge struggle for us, but we did it, and we're so glad we did. We talked about that on episode 333. If you are struggling with exercise during this cold winter, please tune in. Yeah, it was a t- quick 20-minute pep talk, really. Yeah. And I felt motivated afterwards. So yeah. I might go re-listen to it. Well, but <laughs> how much easier is it to exercise here, though? I must so say. So much easier. Yeah. I mean, we love walking and we only went for one walk the whole time we were in Canberra. And I think that was because we went later. It was a beautiful sunny day. Yeah. It was around the lake, which is so like picturesque like you just want to go around the lake because it's so beautiful yeah it's very beautiful and yeah at midday when it was eventually 12 (laughs) degrees it was fine but when mum and dad go walking at 6 a.m or 5 30 a.m and it's minus two no thank you minus six it was one morning oh Uh, my this is degrees celsius by the way so very cold okay but that is not what we're talking about this week we're not talking about how cold it is in Canberra even though that is a fact and we're not talking about how nice it is on the Gold Coast and we're not talking about weather even though everyone talks so much about weather I guess it's just a consistent thing that we all feel yeah when in doubt talk about the weather yeah we're all experiencing it it's like a joint experience true such a lovely day today yeah very true (laughs) no but you uh found a really a great quote from Steve Martin and it reminded us of conversations that we've been having lately uh, going into our 10th year of business. I think it's extremely relevant to us, but inspiration like this, motivation like this has been relevant since day one. Yes, definitely. And it says, thankfully, persistence is a great substitute for talent. 
<laughs> by Steve Martin. Uh, and I love this because, you know, I've never really felt especially talented in any particular field. No, just having a think about it. No, n- no talent. No, nothing that shone bright. I mean, there's people who obviously, oh, you're such a, you're a musician, you're a prodigy, or you're so smart, intelligent, you get straight A's on all this stuff. Nope, never, <laughs> not me at all. What about you? Um, I never, I don't think I ever was, you know, number one at everything. I think I, yeah, Emma's looking at me funny. I wasn't number one. I, I don't think I was. Like, even when I got the leads in the musical, I wasn't probably the best singer in the school. There were other great singers. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was my enthusiasm and my commitment that uh, the teachers were like, put her in because we know she's going to actually yeah. learn the lines. And she's dependable. And she's, yeah, and yeah. we can depend on her. Like, I honestly know that there were other better singers than me. Like, I can, like, think about them and I can be like, yeah, they were better than me. They were better. They were but better. are you sure? Or do you yeah. just, okay. No, like, even think about some of the other um, characters, you know, in the musicals that I was in. They were really great singers. I can't remember. Um, like, The Wiz, Paolo was The, the Wiz. Uh, Tessa was Aunt M. She had great singing voice um like listening all these old friends from year nine and year 10 uh but all like we were the same level you know whatever it was but I wasn't the best yeah so you well yeah you weren't especially like oh my she's an amazing singer you just tried really hard so you're like the perfect quote like this (laughs) quote is you Steve Martin is talking to me yeah because you were persistent you did show up you're very enthusiastic you did the work Mm. and I mean I can feel that too because it's not like I didn't achieve anything I achieved lots of things. I never was like, I never shone out as like someone who was super smart or like super good at something, but I did well in everything that I did Yeah, because I tried, mm-hmm. because I wanted to get good grades or whatever. And I know we're randomly going back to school. I guess that's where this begins. Yeah, but I, and I can think like, you know, I was a straight A student in uh, high school and then like pretty much in college also maybe dwindled a little bit in like, the more academic focused and not so creative classes. Yeah, but that's fine because, I mean, how silly for you to have been studying things like in college, like science or no, math. No, I know that, but what I'm it saying makes is no like, point. I still got good grades, but I think it was because I just tried yeah. and I listened and I was persistent in like doing the work. And you also were doing subjects that you care about. Yeah. See, this is where like the whole grading system is kind of stupid because – you know, if someone is so interested in the arts or music, do they really need to be spending more of their higher education on things like biology no. or mathematics? I mean, yeah, they're important to some fields, obviously, but they're not important to all fields. And, I mean, this is di- the difference between Australian schooling system and Italian schooling system. They actually have, like, which, like, I mean, for me, might not have been good because I don't know what I want to do when I'm in bloody high school. But they have, like, you can go to arts or you can go to the academic or you can go to, like, more, um, I think, like, trades or something or cooking. I'm not sure what it is. But it's, like, you choose the actual school that you go to. And, I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, we also had schools like that. Did we? Well, think about college. Like, Arendelle College was very yeah, known true. for the talented sports program. Yeah, that's not right. not sure why we went there. Um, <laughs> we went there because our friends were going yeah, there. We were not in the talented sports program. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we could have been if we wanted to be, but we had we didn't do our sports anymore. Uh, and there were much better talented 
talented sports people, that's for sure. Some people are so good at sport. Let me just say that. Wow. Uh, but then there was other schools that were more focused on like arts yeah, and theatre. That's like, like uh, Tuggeron College was like more arty. Uh, same with like Hawker College. I think that was a really arty yeah, school. Yeah, true. Like we probably should have gone to Tuggeron. Like when I think about it. Yeah. But, I mean, Arendelle also had the great theatre. Yeah. So, like, that's why I wanted to go there. This is such a random conversation, yeah, let's, guys. Let's Sorry. change it. If anyone, you know a little bit about, if anyone is from Canberra, especially you know Southside, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> no, let's talk about this, like, in, in life because I think sometimes, you know, when we're trying to do something, trying to make something happen and it doesn't happen in the time that we think it's going to happen, yeah, we can get really down on ourselves and we can quit. Yes. Or we can keep going. Yes. Well, there's two decisions, isn't there? It's like you go through, push through the struggles. Mm. Uh, even when you're like, I've been working my butt off, surely I should be feeling a level of success or that it's working by now. And perhaps you're not feeling that. It can be, get really hard to keep going forward. It can, it can kind of feel pointless in a way. But... Really, that is the key to success. You keep going through those hard times. And I know there's a lot of people who also speak on, you know, knowing when you should give up and when you should pivot. And, yeah, that's a part of it. But I don't see that ever as giving up. It's more like a pivot mm. because everything that you ever have done in your life is getting you to where you're going. So, like, no matter where you're going and what you're learning, it will carry on to the next stage, the next project or whatever, you know, career change, whatever you're doing. It stays with you. So it's never pointless. It's always there yeah, with I, you. I feel more so like as an example for us, like we have pivoted, we've like created new products, new programs. I think that an example of like giving up for us, like this is an example with us, would be like stopping everything mm. and going back to our government desk jobs. Like mm. that to me would be quitting. Whereas yeah. e every time we've like added something or changed something or – uh, pivoted like when we went from food to yoga and Pilates that was still persisting because yes. like we were still following our bliss like we were still yeah. were doing what we wanted to do we didn't turn our backs on everything we'd created and I think that you know everyone would have their own example true. of that and their own meaning of what quitting actually that's is. very true and I mean it could like something that wouldn't be quitting could be like okay we're leaving what we're doing and we're going to consult to government departments mm. I feel like that's still an element of we're doing our own We'd be thing. great at that yeah I think <laughs> you need us <laughs> uh but yeah I totally get what you mean quitting and then like going back to government jobs yeah that would feel like we just let go of our dreams mm. kind of thing yeah and I always was and there's no shame in that no, if you, you want to still if you do wanna, that yeah if, if you want to yes. do that do it. Yeah. If you're doing it because you think that you can't make it happen, yes. then there's an issue with self-belief because you can make it happen. It just hasn't happened yet. Yes. You just haven't met the right person or you haven't done the right thing or you haven't created the right product or you haven't uh, told the right people about it or found the right people to tell. Like there's always more to be done and we are forever having brainstorms, uh, moments where we're like kind of feel like we're – what what was it that our friend Jimmy said? And oh. excuse language, if there's any young children, I'm about to say the S word, pushing shit uphill. Like this is how it can sometimes yeah. feel. Like you're just like, it's a slog. It's like, 
ah, oh, why does it feel so hard? Yeah, yeah. You're like, hang on a minute. I didn't know it was going to be this hard. Mm. If I knew, I may have not signed up. And that <laughs> that's the actual truth. Like, it's true. I mean, you think about, you know, you just think of, look back, like 10 years of business, like, bloody hell, there's been some really hard times. There's been a lot of times where you really have to, like, you have to need that resilient mindset. Mm-hmm. It's all about your mindset, really. Like, I think if we didn't have that, there would be no way we'd be still doing what we're doing. And it can look really easy on the outside. I think a lot of people think business is easy. And, I mean, you do see stories where you're like, geez, like, that happened really fast. Like, how did that happen? But we never know the full story. And they might not want to share it either. Maybe they want to appear that way. Or maybe it did happen really fast. But it's not like you get to a point and then it stays there. Mm. Because, yeah, it's hard work getting to the point of where you want to be. But then to maintain that is also hard, Mm -hmm. is also difficult. It doesn't mean like, boom, you've done it, relax now. I mean, yeah, maybe if you do win big on the stock market or like, I don't know, sell something with like multiple millions like of dollars. Business or something. Yeah, like yeah, then maybe you can relax. Mm. Uh but no, not not if you're running your business and you have the goal, you tick the goal, then there's the whole maintenance. Mm-hmm. Then there's the whole like, hey, what next? Because you, you also need to um ent- not entertain. You also need to feel excited yeah, because as fulfilled. a Yeah, I think as a business owner, as an entrepreneur like it's a different it's a different life. I don't think that ever leaves you that feeling. Well, everyone that I've met anyway and we've met in the business world even when they reach the level of success that they wanted, then there's always a new idea. There's the next thing. What's next? What's, <laughs> what am I going to do now? Like cool. Yeah. And it's it's a, and it's excite it's an exciting time as well to kind of begin again. Yeah. Cuz a lot of the time and we've said this before, but the beginning can often be the most exciting and you can make new beginnings in like a greater bigger project like for example we're working on a new project a couple new projects at the moment and it's very beginning phases and it's very exciting mm-hmm. and like it gets really pumped up and you talk about it and you're like oh my god yeah. this is so cool so like I think business people are very attracted to that yes <laughs> agree <laughs> uh, but so we were we were talking about pushing shit uphill and resilient mindsets and how important that is and that is really how it can sometimes feel this persistence of like oh my god like are we ever gonna get there because we have just been here for so long and I feel like I'm taking two steps forward two steps back or maybe two steps forward three steps back yeah like what's happening here and you just have to keep pushing through and I always remember you know when I first saw that little cartoon of the man digging or the woman digging for gold in the mine and he's got his little pig and he's in the cave and there's like a millimeter of rock left and the gold is there but he turns around yeah and gives up and he turns his back on it and he just says you know I've been here for 10 years and I haven't found that gold yet oh, this is stupid why am I even here and you just want to scream at him it's right there like yeah. it's at, it's right under your nose yeah And that is the kind of mindset and the knowing you have to keep at the front of your mind, the back of the mind, the corners of your mind, every part of your mind. And you need to reach for that in the moments where you think, why am I here? What am I doing? This isn't working. Yeah, this is too hard. (laughs) 
Yeah, I love that little picture and it is so true and it's good to remember it when it does feel all too hard. Think about that little guy, that little girl, whatever, minor person digging for gold Mm. and turning their backs on it. That could be you. Don't turn your back on it. (laughs) I watched that movie Hustle, the new one with Adam Sandler. I love an underdog story. Always for the underdog, seriously. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but I love him when he was like, never back down. Yeah. And he was like, yes, like don't back down. Like get up, step up, keep going. You can do it. And I think stories like that are so inspiring. Um, even just like seeing him transform himself, like get fitter, like even that's inspiring when you yeah. watch that on the film. Like I don't want to get like that fit. Like never have really wanted to like be able to run a marathon yeah. but it's still inspiring to see that oh, yeah. it just takes it it's little step by little step well I think anything that reminds you to keep going forward mm. and to keep working towards whatever it is you want to work towards is a great lesson and I mean yeah sport movies yeah they help you feel That's inspired so right or like any movie like that where it's the story of coming from nothing finding the goal the dream and then working towards mm-hmm. it maybe not even getting it but reaching for it and then you land somewhere which is great yeah and I think this is where a lesson from yoga comes in of detachment where you know keep striving for the goals keep reaching for them but know that wherever you end up going that's where you're meant to be going mm-hmm. And that, like, really the treasure is everything that you pick up along the way. The journey is the treasure. I mean, we have this one life. Why not strive? If we are privileged enough to be able to, why not? So I think, you know, no matter what age, no matter where you are in your life, you can still allocate some time towards your goals. You can still allocate some time uh, to think up some new goals you're never too old to dream up something new Mm. yeah I mean I love that idea of the treasure is the journey and I mean if you've read The Alchemist yeah you would remember that yeah you know he found the treasure at where, exactly where he began, and I mean, it was it, always there. And this—that's every the story. story. The, the ruby was, slippers. It was always there. Yeah, it was always with you. you. Just didn't know. Yeah, you just didn't notice it. You didn't take the time. But this is where you know. Okay, so if you are striving towards something, whatever it may be, this is so important because we don't want to get to the end of our lives in old age and then think, "Oh, I spent so long focused." on striving for this goal that always changed, you know, the future, and I kind of like never enjoyed my present moment. So, you know, it's you've got to weigh this up. Like if you are so future-focused, too much ahead, too anxious, feeling stressed, then you don't really enjoy the process, you don't enjoy the journey. So you've got to make sure that you that you do allocate time and learn how to enjoy it. I think sometimes we forget that we can learn to be different. We can learn to live differently. If you don't like how you're feeling right now, you can change. So important to remember and realize that. Yeah, and I think, you know, we, we talk, you know, you might notice this in other people where you might be like, that's just how they are, mm. you know, that mm, comment mm, of like, mm. well, that's just how they are. And it's an important lesson when you hear yourself say that about someone else it's like well here's your moment reflect like how are you yeah true are you just being like that you just this is just how I am and I think it's always you know we we all have we're all human we have traits in us some are better than others and it's good to realize you're less 
favorable traits because mm. then you can work on it. You can make a change. But well, self-awareness also, is key. Okay. I uh-huh. think um I think it's like that whole is it cards for humanity? Is that the game where it's like the light oh, and the yeah. dark? I've, what card I'm is not, that? I know what I card the game it is. It is. Anyway, okay. it's the one where it's like got the dark side and the light yeah, side. Yeah, I think that's cards. But for it's humanity. the same thing. Like and I'll use myself an ex- as an example. Okay, so my organization skills, very positive for a business, right? Yeah. Very that's a great trait. Woohoo. You're so organized. Yay. Negative side of it. You're so organized. You're so rigid. Like you need yeah. to let go a little bit. Like stop being so focused on these step by steps and like actually just be for a moment. You know that every good trait has its light every and it has a dark point yeah and i'm like the opposite of that so like i can be free we're like the light and dark version of each other if only we had it in ourselves (laughs) both see i'm like like sometimes i'll be really good and organized and then sometimes i'm just like terrible i'm not all the time but no sometimes i'm really great at organizing holidays for herself that's for sure Terrible at checking your email inbox. Oh my! Oh, Do not. God. If you want to reply, don't send to Emma's personal. Yeah, send to my personal. Uh, no, I and I know this about myself. <laughs> but the thing is, I I've known it, and it's like you know, you get sick of yourself, and or you make a mistake, and you're like, yeah, I own that. And I think it's a very good place to be where you can realize your mistakes mm-hmm. and admit them very freely. And maybe that's also – I'm very quick to admit my mistakes. That might be something that is not also good. Mm. Like like some of my mistakes probably aren't the biggest mistakes, but I feel them very deeply. Um, but, yeah, you're really organized, sometimes too organized. I'm not that organized, sometimes – not organized at all. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> oopsie. Yeah. So, and then I think, yeah. So, every trait has that. Um, but, and you can. But I'm that free. Means, yeah, she's free. <laughs> Which one would you prefer? I don't know. I think maybe Emma. But uh, you can't have no, two of us, though, you because nothing both. would get done. You need both. You, yeah. ne- you literally need both. So, that's why, you know, we can learn from each other and you can learn from your other people. You know, that that trait that you see in someone that annoys you, like you probably could do with a bit of that trait mm. potentially. We all have everything that, yeah. You know, every human has everything. It just might not be that it's as prevalent. Yeah. Like it's not as to the surface, whatever, <laughs> whatever that may be. Uh, and I think – Let's go back to this idea that persistent trumps talent. And I really I love it. I just love it so much because the thing is, sometimes we can be like shy away from something because we think we're not good enough at something. Mm-mm. Uh as an example, uh yoga, me. Yeah. Can't do a handstand, can't do the splits. Emma, Pilates, not the most flexible Pilates teacher. Hell uh, no. And can't do a roll-up. Both of us can't do roll-ups. That's why we never teach them, yeah. guys. And also, <laughs> I just – I'm also – I question that movement. I question it. Well, also, it's not good for your spine because yeah. you have a condition. I, and also, it's 
because I have terribly, terrible thoracic spinal mobility, my spine just doesn't bend. Mm. It doesn't move. So, and also I remember talking to, I forget, I think it was, was it James, our physio, was mm. like, that's just a really un, like dysfunctional movement. Like I wouldn't suggest that you do that with mm. your bodies. I can't remember who said it, but someone said it and I was, it made me feel good. Actually, I think it was Jack, one of our, one of the Pilates, Pilates teachers that yeah. um, used to be on the Gold Coast. He said it, and I was like, okay. And Jack's a ballet dancer, like amazing form of Pilates, beautiful teacher. And then he said that, and I was like, yeah, that's so true. Um, so we may not be the most talented at the practices, but we are extremely persistent at our business. We are extremely consistent with how we run Marybody. We have never missed a weekly class in the Four, three and a half years that we have been running our online studio. Because do you know why? Because me selling anything and not delivering, not being good on my promise is literally a nightmare for me Mm -hmm. and I know for you too. That would keep us up at night. If we say we're going to do something and especially a money transfer, if I do not deliver, Mm -mm. like I will hate myself a little bit and I mean like of course like if it did happen like people would be understanding we'd we'd talk about it and and we'd make up for it and there would absolutely be a big fat reason for it like if it ever did happen in the future yeah and yeah as you said we would make up for it there would be a lot of bonus classes (laughs) yeah but we like that is so important integrity is important and that is all part of this you know integrity also trumps talent mm-hmm. maybe i'm not sure in my eyes anyway absolutely yeah like being true to your word i mean we've definitely said things and announced projects we're working on this and then like that dwindles away or it's like you know still in the background guys we're still writing our book <laughs> it's still it's happening. happening it's just gonna take a while look some things take longer than you think actually yeah. let me backtrack everything <laughs> takes longer than you think it's going to take nothing nothing takes is quick. Nothing is quick. Nothing takes the amount of time that you think it's going to take. Ever. It's like building a house. You think you'll be built the house in six months? No. No. Six years. No, I hope, <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. God, I hope Maybe not. in this this climate I right know. now. But I think that that is a, a good reminder because that is also comes – that comes with persistence, right? Sometimes we can think something is supposed to happen faster than it does – and we give up because it hasn't happened or we haven't created it yet or it's taking too long or what's the point? Like it's been yeah. three years, just whatever. It's key that we take – we are persistent and persistent is just taking small step after small step. Yeah, and I think also another thing that does stop us from keeping on going because we live in this world right now with social media so, you know, it's in your face – Social media is such a big part of business now, depending on your business, but it's a big part of most businesses. And I think that can almost be something that stops people because, oh, I'm not getting enough likes, I'm not getting enough attention, I'm going to stop. If we depended on, like, you know, the metrics of social media for us to keep going or not, we would have stopped long ago. Because although we have, you know, we might on paper, yeah, there's some good Instagram numbers, but sometimes posts get no engagement. I'll give you some examples, everyone. <laughs> okay. And, like, do you know, it get, it's so exciting when one actually gets traction. You're like, oh, my God. 
what what did we do? We try and break it down. What was the difference? And lately, the difference is that mum features in them. Everyone loves mum. I love mum. I love mum. I get why you love mum. But yeah, as an example, like we posted, okay, we posted a reel two days ago, 11,800 views. Watch that. This this reel is of mum. She's she's looking amazing. She's in her low lounge. She's doing some yoga. She's so beautiful. It's very beautiful. simple. Then we posted one yesterday, which was all three of us. So I did a little collage, one of mum. Mum was still first, yeah. then me, then Emma. And it's got... 1300 views. I'm yeah. so confused. I posted it at the prime time that everyone is talking about, 6 till 9 pm. Uh, I used a trending audio. Like, I did all of the things. I even put hashtags on it. Oh, my. Guys, I was like the ultimate social media manager last night. And yeah, I just think this is like such a big lesson of surrender, of control. Like, you have, you, you can tick all your boxes, you can do everything in inverted commas right and you still get two different results yes we got a really great successful reel the first time and then I tried to follow the same thing that we did because mm. I was like cool this is working I'm gonna do it again bum, bum. yeah <sighs> and that's why we do not rely on social media Mm-mm. for anything or everything at all not Absolutely at all not don't rely on it for inspiration don't rely on it for uh, your metrics of like what's going good and what's not going good because look at that. And also if social media can change. You don't own what is on social media and the algorithms will always change. I mean, similar to Google, but at least you own what is on your website. It's like we're totally it could go into like a business 101 right now, online business 101. Yeah, blog, build your website, <laughs> keep going. That's worth more time than your Instagram. And that's worth more time than your Reels. Hey, this is a really good lesson of this subject as well. What are we being persistent on? Like, yeah. what, like are, we, are we persisting yes. with things that actually aren't bringing value, that actually aren't so worthy? True. And it's up to us as individuals to figure that out. Love because that. sometimes – it is like, uh-huh, so I'm putting all this time and effort. I'm being very persistent here, but I'm actually not getting any results. Let me focus less on that. Like, still do a little bit of it. Like, as we said, like, we still post on Instagram, but we're more focused on our blog because we understand that is way higher value. Yeah, and I think that kind of ripples onto every subject, right, every uh, aspect of our life. 80-20 rule. Yeah, so it's like we're – so. Most of the results come from 20% of the output. So look at your work. Where is your focus going? Break it all down. What is making the most uh, drastic changes Mm -hmm. to the results? Mm -hmm. What is leading to the results? Um, It might not be obvious straight away, so you do have to kind of watch and monitor. This is why tracking stuff is good. And, I mean, again, this can go for everything. It's like, okay, if I want to get stronger, what exercise is leading to me getting stronger? Probably not yin yoga. So if getting stronger is your goal, maybe swap out a few of those yin yogas that you're doing every week. Maybe you're doing yin yoga every day, but you want to get stronger. This is this is not going to work. It's not going to lead to extra strength. Yes, it's going to make you feel amazing. Yes, you're going to work on your flexibility. Yes, you're going to work on decreasing your stress. But you are going to also need to add in some more challenging yoga vinyasa classes, Pilates classes, 
Uh, maybe you even need to add a weight weight training session in the gym every week. So check in. What is your goal and what is your strategy? Do they align? Mm. And I think it's really cool when you realize when the rule is pretty much that 20% of your output leads to your results because all you need to do is figure, figure it out, out and double down on that 20%. And that uh, whole sentence of like figuring it out, remember it also takes time to figure it out. It takes time to figure out that 20% and that 20% can also change. What This is this whole idea of like with social media. When we first started, it was a really very big part of our strategy yes. and it was it did work yeah we put something on there and we saw transactions yeah like instantly yeah and then it changes so that's why it's important to keep checking in like just because you're doing it this way now doesn't mean it's going to be like that forever and that goes with this whole idea of persistence it's like be persistent toward the goal or toward your mission or toward whatever it is but know that what you're being persistent like the little steps can change but you're still working toward that yeah and I mean let's go back to the whole subject that we started with talent and how persistence trumps it trumps it I wholeheartedly believe in this Mm -hmm. it totally is because how many talented people do I see out there but they're also maybe lazy or they like they sit back and think their talent's going to get them somewhere without taking action, without getting in people's faces, without without working hard. You need to work hard. I'm not saying you need to work hard and burn out. It doesn't need to be 24 hours a day. Work hard for an hour every day and that will get you somewhere. But if you just be talented and sit back and relax, unless you have like a really like – Amazing network. Yeah, unless you were born into like <laughs> what is that word? Nepti- nep- nepotism. Nepotism. Unless you have that, which like good on you, lucky you. Use it. Use it. Don't waste <laughs> it. Come on. <laughs> I, I feel like it's kind of funny when people like get angry at nepotism because it's like, well, like if you were that person, you would use it too. I mean. I also think it's like the hard work of the person that came before them, right? Like, but it doesn't. It also doesn't um, guarantee no. you because how many people are out there who maybe have really talented, amazing, successful parents, and then they try and then they fail. Mm. The kids try and fail, or they just don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> or they get really messed up from that yeah. whatever success yeah. or life that they've had. So like, it's not guaranteed. No. You always need to work hard for it. I think that is so true. Yeah, just because um, you know one family has like. Like let's I don't know who can we use an example I mean there's many examples but like of nepotism especially in Hollywood but it's so true like not every uh, daughter or son or family member ends up having that amazing success and no. as you said it can actually go the opposite way where it's actually a downfall yeah exactly and it can be really heartbreaking yeah. But we will always forever love the underdog. the underdog story. So, you know, when you find out, they're like, oh, that's their parents? Oh, well, like. <laughs> you get slightly disappointed, I must say. Yeah, you're like, well, they just introduced them to that person <laughs> and then they got that opportunity. Yeah, like I get it. I get why people are angry. <laughs> I think it's more like because now we can't use them as a relevant inspiration because that isn't our story. True. So it's Very like, true. damn it, like they had a different story to me, like. They were successful in a different way. Yeah. Like, good on them for still being successful. But I can't really be inspired by you because my mum isn't uh, 
a famous Hollywood actress. You yeah, know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Or like you didn't have, you know, mum and dad didn't fund, fund. your business. Yeah. Like it's like, no, we saved our pennies and that that's how we built the we business. Ate eggs and avocado for like a year. <laughs> no, thankfully we lived in Canberra still and we went to dinner at mum and dad's like every second night. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. And we had a lot of smoothies for dinner. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend. Would not recommend. But, yeah, this is true. So remembering that persistence trumps talent, remembering that actually it's the person that who keeps striving, who keeps going, who t- keeps taking steps, who keeps trying, they are, the, they are the more likely to be successful. Yeah, and then it's also remembering that what is the real treasure? Is it getting to the point of success? Or is it the road there? Is it the moments there? Keeping that in the back of your mind always and knowing that today is special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love this episode so much. I love this one line that can just kind of re-motivate you, re-inspire you, reinvigorate you, remind you. All I have to do is keep taking steps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just have to dig a little deeper. This feels hard at the moment. I'm going to dig deep and I'm going to keep on going. I've got this. And it's these little little inspirational sentences, quotes, you got to hold on to. Like when you're doing your own thing, when you're going out and trying something, you've got to find these. Yeah, I love that. They really do help you. They help you kind of see the the light (laughs) of the moment that you're in. And pass... The bull be the mm. past the BS. Mm-hmm. Move through the obstacles yeah. that actually might only be in your mind. Yeah. Ah. Mm. If you loved this episode, do let us know. And also, if you know anyone who might love it, share it with them. Yes, and we would love it if you could give us a five star rating. I was going to say a star rating, but a five star rating would be ideal on the podcast app that you are listening to. And write a review. That always helps. It helps us to be found when people are searching in their podcast apps for relevant episodes they might be interested in. So we would be very grateful for that. Otherwise, we will see you soon. We'll well, we actually won't see you, but we will be back in your ears next week. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,